You're listening to the Optimize Your Life podcast with Dr. Sharon Grossman, episode number 23. Welcome to the Optimize Your Life podcast with me, Dr. Sharon Grossman. As a psychologist, success coach, and emotional intelligence expert, I've spent the past two decades optimizing the mindsets of my clients. And now you too get to optimize not only your mind, but your entire life. Join me. Welcome back to another episode of Optimize Your Life. And today we are going to tackle perfectionism and we're gonna do it in a fun new way. I was looking around for people's stories and their quotes around perfectionism and I found seven short quotes and I thought it'd be fun to just riff on these seven different perspectives. The first quote is by James Cameron and he says, People call me a perfectionist, but I'm not. I'm a rightist. I do something until it's right, and then I move on to the next thing. So I wanted to speak to this because what I find is that often people who are perfectionists tend to think in very black and white terms. Things are either right or they're wrong. They're either good or they're bad. It's either perfect or don't even bother doing it. And this is important to consider because if you are somebody who thinks in these kinds of extreme terms, then you're going to find yourself feeling very frustrated because things aren't so black and white. It doesn't fit with your inner reality. In the case of James Cameron, and again, I don't know what he meant by this. It could be that he really does get it to a point where it feels good enough to move on and then he is able to leave it behind. And that's a healthy attitude if that's what's happening. And that is what I would recommend for everybody to be able to get to, that place where you're able to get to good enough as opposed to always having to continue to iterate. The next quote is by Frank Sonnenberg, who says, you'd be perfect if you weren't a perfectionist. Now, of course, there's some humor in this quote, which I appreciate. And one of the things we know is that perfectionism is an illusion. It's not something that exists. It is something that we strive for. And it's usually because we are trying to overcompensate for a sense of inadequacy. When we are trying to get to this place of being just right and just perfect, then it is an indication that we're feeling inadequate. Julia Cameron said, perfectionism is not a quest for the best. It is a pursuit of the worst in ourselves. The part that tells us that nothing we do will ever be good enough, that we should try again. And I think this speaks to most people's experience with perfectionism. It's not that they're trying to necessarily be the best. It's just that they never feel like they've arrived. They never feel like what they put out there is good enough. And this is true whether it's with your work, like let's say you're a writer and you're writing a piece that your writing is good enough. It can also be in terms of your image. And there are a lot of people who have this false conception about themselves where they like take anorexics, for example, they feel like 
when they look in the mirror, they are always fat, no matter if they're even like skin and bones. So there's some sort of an illusion that's happening where they are fat in their mind, but they're seeing themselves in that way instead of seeing what's real in front of them. And I see this a lot with my clients where everybody around them in their work site believes in them, trusts them, thinks highly of them, but they don't see themselves in that light. So they're always trying to do things better, better, better with the hope that people will see them as good or because they fear that whatever people's good perception of them is will fall away and that they will be disappointed in them. And the truth of the matter is, and what I tell them is, you know, imposter syndrome is something that we see a lot that happens with perfectionism. And this comes about when you have that discrepancy between how you see yourself and how other people see you. And oftentimes we worry that people who see us as greater than how we feel will find out that we're not that great. And that's why we have all this anxiety. And what I would encourage you to do if that's you is actually flip it, where instead of worrying that you're going to disappoint other people, think about how you just haven't caught up to other people's perception of you. The truth of the matter is, if everybody thinks of you in one way, which is that you're competent and that you are very capable and you're trustworthy and you do a great job, and you're the only one that doesn't think that, then really we say not everybody can be wrong. So then what is left is that you're probably wrong in the way that you're seeing yourself. And so the challenge for you is to be able to catch up to other people's perception of you rather than worry that they'll find out about the truth in your mind, quote unquote, that you're really not that great, they'll realize they were all wrong, you might realize that maybe you're missing something. You're not allowing yourself to see yourself in your true potential in the way that other people see you. The next quote is by Jen Sincero, and she says, perfectionism And procrastination have such a fine line. You say, well, I want it to be good. I want it to be perfect. But what you're really doing is not doing your work. You're putting off showing up and being visible because then you're going to be judged and it might suck. And I think it's absolutely true that there is that really fine line between perfectionism and procrastination. And as a matter of fact, they usually go together because they're two sides of the same coin. Perfectionism is the desire to do things in such a great way so that you can feel good about your work and that other people will praise you. But oftentimes, because perfectionism is so impossible to attain, and it requires so much of you, you worry that whatever you're going to produce because it's not perfect isn't going to be quite good enough. And so you're more likely to put it off. And then you are avoiding the possible failure or the possible embarrassment that you would otherwise have. I hope that you can see that this fear of failure and this fear of embarrassment is really based on a false premise. It's based on faulty thinking that says that if 
whatever I produce isn't good enough, then I'm not good enough or that I will embarrass myself. If you really embrace the fact that perfectionism doesn't exist and that you're not the only one that's not producing a perfect product, nobody is producing perfection or everybody's producing things that are good enough, then you wouldn't be so afraid of it not being perfect. You would be like, oh, I fit right in with everybody else. Ryan Holiday says, perfectionism rarely begets perfection or satisfaction, only disappointment. So when you are striving for perfection, you might ask yourself, why am I doing this? What am I hoping to attain? Maybe I think that once it's perfect, I will feel really great. I'll be really satisfied. And just like Ryan says, rarely do we actually get there. Usually because we're trying to strive for the impossible, we end up feeling disappointed. And so notice how this sets you up for failure. Lainey Taylor says, the biggest challenge for me has been in coping with my perfectionism. I have a stiflingly hard time moving forward in a project if it's not just right all along the way. The trap I so easily fall into is rewriting and rewriting the same scenes over and over to make them perfect instead of continuing on into the wild unknown of the story. I'm sure that you can relate to this if you're a perfectionist. It's the idea of constantly trying to iterate over and over again. This requires, as we said, so much more time and energy from you, and it can be absolutely exhausting. The other thing it does is it keeps you, as she says, from being able to move forward with that sense of creativity and just kind of allowing yourself to flow. It creates rigidity in how you show up in the world. It's like you're trying to control everything and you're awfully scared of the unknown. And I think this is pretty common, being scared of the unknown. It creates anxiety for a lot of people. But ultimately, you have to consider the fact that no matter how much you try to control things, you'll still not control them. You'll still have elements of unknown in the world. And so who are you kidding, really? The idea is if you could just let go of that need for control, perhaps you can just breathe into the unknown and allow yourself to just trust that you'll be able to figure it out. The last quote I'd like to share with you is by Giorgio Armani. And he said, I must always try to do better because perfectionism and the need to always have new goals and achieve them is a state of mind that brings profound meaning to life. Notice how Giorgio comes up with a new definition for perfectionism. In this case, he's looking at it as something new to strive for and having constant goals that you're striving for creates meaning in his life. And this is absolutely true of goals. And I may have shared about this in the past. That is really, as I see it, the point of our existence to constantly learn new things, develop and grow and evolve into the next version of ourselves. That is really the point of goals. It is not necessarily how most people define perfectionism, but if that's a new definition that works for you, perhaps you can use that instead of all of the other versions of perfectionism that you've been using that don't work. 
And with that, I hope you have enough material to think about why you're having perfectionistic tendencies, what you can do that would help you better. And sometimes all it comes down to is simply changing your definition. Thanks for listening to the Optimize Your Life podcast. If you loved what you heard, join my tribe to thrive. It's a free community where you'll receive daily tips and weekly trainings to optimize your life. Go to drsharongrossman.com to sign up. I'll see you on the inside.